A young lady came to me the other day and she said, Pastor Dan, I'm having trouble with my children. They're running crazy through the town. They're terrorized and everything. So what do you say, man? He said it. Didn't he just say he's not walking around? You are listening to the switchboard, connecting all points on humanity's desperate voyage into the unknown. It is 17 years since the beginning of the end. I am the host, and this is tonight. Oh, um, ah, please excuse me, I, I just have to check on this.
apologies for the interruption. My electricity is provided by a wind turbine near the lighthouse. The winds are rough today and a cormorant seems to have blown into the blades. I think it may have broken a wing. <coughs> Hush now, come on. That's fine, don't worry. It, I, think it, I think it may just have a broken wing. Hush now. That's it. It's going to be fine. It's going to need a splint. Don't I'm here to help. Don't try and bite me either. That should do nicely. Now, why don't you have this tuna while I finish my broadcast? Not every unknown entity is a threat to us. Many of the creatures and entities of the world have no interest in us at all. Several even have affection for us. These few may be our only safe path to spreading what we know to be the entire world. If some, if some common ground or even alliance can be made between our race and these less hostile entities, then perhaps the world can be slowly introduced to the truth without causing panic and hysteria. Perhaps these entities could help us defend ourselves from the other, less well-intentioned creatures in the world. The world as we know it is ending, slowly but surely. But this does not mean that humanity is hopeless or without a future. If we cooperate with some of these entities, perhaps we can build a new world. Perhaps I am naive. <coughs> oh, sorry. Maybe these seemingly friendly entities are nothing but wolves in sheep's clothing. Attempting to lull us into a false sense of security, only to turn on us when they've earned our trust dropped our guard. <coughs> oh, excuse me, one second. <coughs> Either way, our world is ending. We must prepare in one way or another. Last week I recounted the mystery of the SMS Fafnir, a Prussian naval vessel that disappeared shortly after construction in the early 1900s. This was part of a large packet of information shared with me by an anonymous listener regarding the enigmatic Black Freighter. The rest of the information shared was the diary of Bai Chiao Ping, a sailor aboard the Du Jing, a Chinese sailing vessel. As I have the great misfortune of having never learned to read Chinese, I've had to employ the services of a professional translator. Despite my broadcast, I've grown unused to talking to other people. The phone conversation was an awkward affair for me. Hello? Uh, yes, hello. I'm looking for Samantha Coe. You have found Samantha Coe. Uh, I've... 
Of course, sorry. I, I'm calling to inquire about... This is about translation yes. work? Yes, it is, yes. Cool, um, cool. <clears throat> I could do with some pocket money. What's the text and what's the language? It's a diary, actually, but not the whole thing. Probably just a, a few pages at the end. Ones that mention a strange ship. Okay, that's super weird. What language? Uh, Chinese, I believe. Which one? Oh, what? Uh, which one? Which form of Chinese? I have no idea. Is that a problem? It's easier if I know in advance, but I can do the job either way. Any deadlines? Uh, as soon as you can, please, but there, there is no deadline. Great. And you saw my rates on the ad? They seem reasonable. Perfect. So, what do I call you? Uh, the host. The host? Yes, please. I prefer to remain anonymous. Well, that's fair. Super weird, but fair. Does this diary contain government secrets or something? It, never mind. I guess I'll find out. Uh, about payment. Okay, let me just give you the details. And now, oh, if I had a pound for every time this happened, I would be rich enough to get off this bloody island. Uh, please hold on for one second. Spirit 
with What Remains and was All That Remained of the Velvet Night Dress for Tonight. Tune in again tomorrow night, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Anyway, uh, apologies for that. We're back now. Um, it's time for the night re- report, as always. Uh, yes. <laughs> maybe you can help, or maybe someone who's listening can help. I was there in 1998. Now, I know when she talked about it, she said she meant an investigation that led to nothing in 2011, but what happened to me happened in 1998. I was a student at Bowling Green University. I've tried looking into it, but there's just one article from 1998 saying there was a rumour that maybe there was a massacre at the university and that was it that was it that was everything I could find but I remember and it wasn't immigrants or anything like that it wasn't humans it was a a thing pale long bulbous thing had long thin arms ending in hooked claws and eyes these huge eyes fine with teeth it tore me apart And not just me, dozens 
dozens of others. I saw them. And it turned on me. Devouring me with its eyes and not figuratively. And then I woke up. And it was January in 2017. And it wasn't 1998 anymore like it had been the day before. And I don't know what's happening. Joseph in Quebec reports that dark figures have been flitting from tree to tree in the woods. The figures, he says, are humanoid, of average height and move with an unsettling rapidity. One, he says, he saw in his headlights. The person should have been fully lit, Joseph says, but this figure was flat, featureless, shadow. Like the light just fell straight into him. It was just really weird, he went on. We thank Joseph for his report. Have you witnessed a supernatural event? Have you had an encounter with an entity you cannot explain? Do you have vital information for people around the world? If so, I will be happy to relay it. Please send all reports to the host switchboard, all one word, at gmail.com. For now, this is the host, reminding you never go at night, never go alone. Always go armed. The Switchboard is a Hog and Dice production, written and directed by Stephen Jack Cullen, with music by Thomas O'Boyle and Kevin McLeod. The voice of the host was Keith Byrne. The voice of Samantha Coe was Alison Marcellus. You can find out more and see our other projects at hoganddice.com. This episode's broadcast failure was performed by Stephen Jack Cullen and Connor Lennon. The song was What Remains by Charming Disaster. Find out more at charmingdisaster.com. We really are open to your reports, you can submit your writings or recordings to the host switchboard at gmail.com or tweet them to the host directly at switchboardpod. If you're in Dublin city centre 
and are looking for a place to avoid thinking about the inevitable heat death of the universe, why not drop into the clockwork door? They have a games room, a study room, a fully stocked kitchen, and a board games and reading room. You only have to pay for the time you spend there, and rates start at 8 cent a minute for your first two hours. Find out more at clockworkdoor.ie. If you enjoyed today's episode, maybe you'd also like The Crushing Emptiness of the Immortal.